Let's go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. What's up, Dog Nation? Happy National Signing Day. It's 8.08 p.m. And no, that is not a Kanye West reference or anything like that. It is National Signing Day, signing day folks. Um, I want to say this to you folks. I've got a commemorative, uh, really thick, you know, have you seen those now? Uh, Orange Bowl playoff semifinal. Orange Solo Cup. Uh, toasting every one of you guys out there. Uh, we made it. Uh, Made it through another one, made it to another one. Uh, the University of Georgia Bulldogs did smashingly on the recruiting trail today. We're going to talk about all that. Um, it was funny. I was, I was joking with my producer, Michael Carvel, before our show. And I was like, well, you know, you're a vet maybe a little bit in this business when you've reached the point when your significant other doesn't even really notice when National Signing Day comes and goes anymore. Your, your constant flurry of work just looks like every other day of work. Um, when you've prepared really well for uh, National Signing Day and have a decent handle on things. Uh, she's like, oh, National Signing Day is tomorrow? I was like, oh. I was like, yes, dear. Um, especially since, like, she's got the early signing day to deal with now. But I've uh, got a big show for you, uh, wrap-up show. I'm going to tease a few elements right now. First of all, thanks to Kroger. Kroger is our longtime uh, broadcast streaming partner here before the Hedges. Uh, from Dog Nation every Wednesday night. Uh, We've got a great one-on-one interview that we did earlier this week uh, with Christian Miller. Very insightful, very funny. I teased a little bit of it on Twitter uh, this evening. Uh, Like I said, give that young man some popcorn. He is always entertaining. Um, We're going to not go through top targets, but we will have a different type of top target review. This day today is all about the class of 2022. I'll tell some stories. I'll talk about some things. Uh, that stand out to me. And I'm going to try and see if I can rip through um, all of the, uh, all of the, uh, I'll play a fun game with you guys, see if you guys can rip through all the 2022 signees and see what you guys remember uh, about all these gentlemen. Um, not if we'll go back to six pack trivia days. Everybody remember, everybody remember six pack trivia when we used to do that on dog nations before the hedges. Anyway, this becomes a podcast on SoundCloud on the Apple podcast platform. And on Spotify, it's brought to you by Kroger. Wednesday night live before the hedges, we're talking about all things Georgia football and Georgia football recruiting. And of course, today our chatter will be dominated by National Signing Day. And uh, you guys are like, okay, Jeff, you, you, you dangled a little bit of cheese for me for the for the for the headline to the Facebook and the YouTube and the Twitter posts. Well, so here's what it is: If you notice, Georgia today signed five guys. Let's roll through them. They signed. Uh, Darius Smith, they signed Dylan Bell, they signed EJ Lighty, they signed Christian Miller, and they signed Andrew Paul. They signed five guys today to add to the class. I think it sticks the number at 29 guys uh, for the class of 2022. Of course, that's taking advantage of some transfer portal guys out. That's taking advantage of some back counting um, with the previous year. But uh, Georgia's number settles at 29. They're the number three recruiting class in the country. Folks, I do think this is the most, uh, the best all-around class that Georgia and Kirby Smart has ever signed, uh, especially with what Georgia did on the defensive front, especially what did Georgia did in the defensive backfield. They signed a top 100-level prospect at every position on the field except for wide receiver. Uh, even found a top 45 offensive lineman in Ernest Green the third, and then during the early period when it was an extreme challenge for them to do that, but. 
the one thing all those guys have in common is uh, it's really kind of unique. I, I was I was really pleased that Kirby Smart hit on it today uh, in his post in his post signing day briefing with the media tribe. But if you look at every one of the guys that Georgia signed today, um, let's go through the list. Um, Dylan Bell, Texas private school state champion. Andrew Paul, uh, Texas private school state champion. Christian Miller, Georgia class 3A uh, state champion. Uh, EJ Leitze, Georgia class 2A state champion. And it, it would be a perfect uh, quintet, uh, or whatever they call it, at the racetrack except uh, Darius Smith, uh, his team finished 12-2 and two and lost in the semifinals. But really, you've got a whole boatload of winners there, a whole boatload of champions. You have four state champion guys that Georgia signed during the traditional period. I think if you look through the entire class, you're going to find a couple more state champions uh, on that list as well. Griffin Scroggs was a former state champion out of Grayson. Um, C.J. Madden, gentleman who had uh, knee, who had uh, labrum surgery, uh, another state champion out of Cedar Grove. And isn't it interesting that all these? I think Kirby Smart's comments to, tonight and today were really centered around culture, about getting the right fit and the right guys, the truly talented guys, but also the guys that go about their business. They show up on time and do things the right way. And the culture of champions is now seems to be a dominant theme for Georgia for the defending national champions. I thought that was very interesting how Georgia continues to add champions to its roster. Um, speaking of which, speaking of champions, I got a championship interview to share with you guys. Uh, we sat down earlier this week uh, when all the finishing touches were being put on uh, the decision there for Kristen Miller. Uh, we sat down, had a long, wide-ranging conversation. We met with him at his gym. Uh, if you guys want to know what Christian Miller felt about Georgia, what was the tipping point, what does his health look like, all of that's here for you right now for another Dog Nation conversation for the class of 2022. Let's take a listen and let's hear from Christian Miller right now. It came out of culture, um, tradition. Um, it came out of family. It just came out to um, making that decision for me and my family and just uh, the road, the road down the line. And I ain't talking three years to the NFL, four years, and I'm talking 40 years of a, of a long life being a part of that family. Because, you know, people go places and they're only a part of a family for like three years. I want to be a part of that family forever. So, uh, Officially, it was two schools that I that I um, that I silently committed to, and um, at the time, I was thinking that was a place for me, but I wasn't really giving my decision to God, you know. So I feel like I really had to settle myself, and I really had to stop doing the media stuff, stop doing everything, just to give myself that time, just to really just be focused on the season and just really be all about my business. So I really just put my head down. I worked the whole season, and, I just, and my whole goal was to get a state championship. And I wasn't gonna do anything. I didn't want to commit. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want none of that. My head was down. I was trying to work. I was trying to get that ring, and I accomplished it. So uh, now it's kind of like I had to be focused on what's now. Now is commitment and now it's, it's forever so I really feel like I want to take my game to the next level with guys that can can help me too because it's not all about me it's not all about the coaches it's about who's who's around you, your teammates you know unselfish guys that want you to win you know what I'm saying because we all want to go to the NFL but if you don't got no brotherhood you can't you can't do that so I feel like the brotherhood is important so 
That's the main thing. If you skipped that week, do you think this decision would have been harder? How crucial a piece was that for you? You know what I mean? I, I, could, I just watched it and it seems like it's going to be awful hard for Chris to turn away from all this. It, it would have it been hard. But uh, Oscar, Oscar Delp. Delp. Yeah, I ran a whole week with a pulled hamstring, man. Come on now. If you see the four on me, I'm going to go hey, crazy hey, tomorrow. This is a future Georgia player right here. Uh, we already have his edit. Come on. It would have been hard, but I feel like God placed that weekend, that whole, matter of fact, that whole week for a reason. He wanted me to, because he, he did it before the visits, and it's crazy how it happened. He just did everything before the visit, because like, okay, this is what I want you to do. Let me see if you're going to do it. I'm going to throw everything at you. Week one, Oregon. Week two, week three, Miami. But let's, let's see if you, you stay on the path that you got for me. And, and I've really been dodging this, this school for a while. But uh, I feel like it's time. It's time to make some money. You know, I want to be a part of a brotherhood, a family. And uh, it's that time. Seems like a rider in me thinking here, but your most important visit was the one you took to San Antonio. It wasn't affiliated with any school. Any school. That was the most important visit. Um, that visit was amazing to me because uh, with the circumstances due to COVID, we made the best of every trip. Every last one of them guys that's committed. They showed me love, and, 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 and we all know what love, what real love is and fake love, but it, all that love that they gave us, you can tell that their parents are giving them too, so it's, it's that genuine love, and uh, can't hide it. I mean, I want to be a part of that. They won a national championship for a reason. What will go through your mind when you make it official? What do you want, what do you want fans to know about this guy coming their way? Uh, Y'all got a good kid. A good kid that, that just want to learn, that want to be around great players, great guys. And um, I just want to get better my head down. No matter how much I love the media, no matter how much I love the personality that I got, I really just want to play football. And I really just want to learn and get better as a student athlete. As you said, student, I want to get better as a student too because I feel like that's somewhere I need to improve in too. So I want to get better as a student and an athlete too. So um, I'm ready to go, man. I'm really, I'm really ready to go. What does it mean for you to be a part of this program? What does it mean for you to be joining this band of brothers, I think you would call it? Um, it means the world to me. Like I told y'all, um, I'm so proud of all them boys who won this year. Um, but it, it definitely, it's, it's not over with. Um, and um, we're going to do everything we can to keep this thing going. Uh, I'm ready to work. I'm ready to put in countless hours of work, um, film room, study room with my brothers. That quality time, I just... I want to be the best version of me. I, I feel like I, I still got some ways to go. I got some ways to improve. I, I want to better myself. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm not there yet, so I want to get there. So I'm ready to go. We lit. Let's go, baby. When did you know? All American Bowl. I, I knew that during the week. During the week. Day one. Day I told. Day. I told the boys. We was in the hotel room. All the boys. All the all the um all the all the Georgia boys. And I told them boys like. I say, y'all. I say, y'all, boys. I'm tired of this. I'm ready. I'm ready to be stacked with y'all, boys. Let's go. The energy is different. Every time I walk into the locker room with them boys, I'm uh, I'm with them boys. We all lit. We having fun. And when it's time to work, we working. I promise you, this class that we bringing in, <laughs> it's gonna be dangerous. I promise you, cause all everybody, everybody in this class brings something different to the table. Every last one of them. Every last one of them boys brings something different. Different personalities. Just a uh, different grinders now. You're gonna be on the line. Marvin, Michael, 
Bayer. Sean. Not to mention Sean. Not to oh. mention uh, Goons. You, you, you might as well say, I'm going to be on the line with some Goons. Yeah, we, we only, <laughs> they, know the, they know the names. They know all them guys. All them guys stamp. So they ain't nothing. What are the names? Hold on. Where are all the names? <laughs> Mark is what? Goon number one. <laughs> Michael. Goon number two. Bear. Goon number three. Sean. Goon number four. Christian Goon five. And that's the five Goons. Think about all the rest of them boys. You guys are already there. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Man, Georgia won this year because every last one of them guys on that line, which was Goons too, they all brought something different to the table. I feel like um, I bring that I bring that get off, just that nasty little get off. My care bring his freaky athleticism. Marvin is a technician. Straight technician. Bear is it's in his name. So, so he ruthless. Sean, that's a big boy that can move, man. It's ridiculous. Like he a big big Louisiana boy that can move. Like, come on now. Like and then I defensive backcourt. Got a little slim. Got Julian. <laughs> got all the other boys. And then we got our we got our main man. I feel like Jalen Walker, I feel like he gonna really he gonna really be. I ain't trying to compare him to Cole because he is he he is he him own he's he's his own self, but uh, he's definitely gonna fill that role for sure. How you have, What's your health like? I feel good. My leg, my recovery coming back way faster than it's supposed to be. You know, I got a wonderful trainer that I've been training with for a long time, long time. Long have time. A, a finish line. Can you be ready to go 100% by uh, August? Ready to go? Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you? <laughs> I heard that Jonathan said absolutely. Hey, I didn't tear nothing. Thank God. Um, like May. May? Yeah, May for sure. I didn't tear nothing. Uh, the only thing that happened was my kneecap popped out of place, so we just really trying to build my quads up so that way it won't happen again. But I feel real good. Um, my leg getting back. It's getting back right. It's my fifth week of recovery, so I'm walking. I'm feeling good. No limp. I'm going to be back real fast, but I ain't trying to rush you, though. I'm going to be back. Christian Miller, anything last, any last words you got to say? Uh, sometimes I feel like you do better when I just give you the mic and you roll with it. Is there anything that you want to get off your chest when people see this and all this stuff drops? What do you want folks to know about, about all this? What's up, Nation? Love you guys. Go Dawgs! Go Let's go, man. Much love. Appreciate y'all for everything. Christian Miller, thank you, man. Appreciate the time and Dog Nation. That's a real one right there. Dog Nation, that is a real one right there. I mean, couldn't you guys just listen to Christian all day? I mean, how many how many memorable moments has he had? Uh, how many memorable moments has he had here on Dog Nations before the hedges? It's funny. Um, I was like, uh, I, I, I was asking him what he was going to do afterward today. And what does an All-American defensive tackle do that basically charms the entire class and almost every mother of every other Bulldog in, in Athens? Um, he going, he's going to Andretti's tonight. He's going to ride some, he's going to ride some race cars. He's going to eat some junk food. He's going to eat some nachos. He's going to eat some of those skillet brownies, those skillet uh, chocolate chip cakes. I think that my son loves there. He's going to get in the arcade. He's going to play the Papa shot. His favorite thing to do is play the Papa shot. And uh, he's going to have himself a good old time uh, right there. So uh, Christian Miller, did you guys, I hope you guys saw that. I mean, it's funny. Um, 
and what what is it? What do I try to say? I try to I try to be a steward of the information out out here. And there's folks that some of the young men will say that that are that kind of do the reporter job and they try to chase clout and they kind of try to put guys out on front street. And, uh, you know, if I was looking for viral stuff, I could have, I could have put that interaction with Griffin saying he already had the edit made. They already had the edit made when they were, he was kidding around with Oscar Delt. I could have put that out on front street, but that's kind of not the way to do things in this business. But, um, you've got a really good dude there, dog nation and uh, Christian Miller. And I told you I was going to play a type of different game and, I don't know whether this is an um, ombudsman type thing. If you folks don't know the newspaper business or the journalism business, the ombudsman is basically someone that represents the news organization and basically acts as an arbiter for all fair practices of journalism to make sure that the news judgment calls and the, the calls that were made on with stories and angles that were tactfully done and objective and everything else like that. So, I'm going to try and be an ombudsman for the the uh, before the edges top targets list and kind of review. I think if memory serves, I'm pretty sure I'm able to roll off everybody that was number one on the top targets list in 2022 for this 2022 class. Um, uh, I guess I can start. I can start filling in the blanks. I know that the last one for the last several months was for the last two months. After the, after the early signing day was um, Christian Miller. Christian Miller becomes a bulldog. I think the guy that was held it for the longest time before that was Kamari Wilson. Kamari Wilson actually became a Florida Gator, although that's a long story. If I ever write a book about recruiting, I'm probably going to put a Kamari Wilson chapter in there, um, especially the entanglements there with Georgia and Florida. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this one story. So, so Kamari Wilson's mom told me, uh, I was down there for the ceremony. I made a promise that I was going to be there for the ceremony. And uh, she didn't know where her son was going. She didn't know where her son was going until she was informed by a coach of another school that was sad that they didn't get Kamari Wilson to come play for them. And they were just congratulating the family on the decision. And that's when Kamari Wilson's mom really learned about uh, where Kamari was going to go play college football. That's just a little, little bitty chocolate chip in the entire um, pan of uh, of cookie dough that went on went into the Kamari Wilson story. Um, prior to that, before Kamari Wilson, uh, the uh, top target for the University of Georgia's 2022 class was Branson Robinson. Um, Branson Robinson was the top target uh, after. Branson Robinson committed um, in between Branson Robinson and Kamari Wilson. Michael Williams was the top target uh, prior to that. Uh, prior to Branson Robinson, it was Michael Williams again. Prior to Michael Williams for the first time, it was Malachi Starks. Uh, and from the get-go, the number one top target for Georgia in the 2022 cycle was Malachi Starks. Looking back on that, I think that's a pretty good track record. I think You've got a lot of guys there that ended up playing for the Georgia Bulldogs uh, in terms of our top target uh, audit for the uh, 2022 class. Really interesting stuff there. So there's something, a game I want to play with you guys. And um, it's just a way I always try to find ways and outlets or devices. I try to call myself in my head to get you guys really quick information. And this is what I'm going to do for short attention span theater. There's a really cool graphic that's circulating around Twitter right now. It was shared by uh, Tisha Starks, which is the mother of uh, Malachi Starks. Really sweet lady, really great lady, really 
Um, you know, it's really cool. <clears throat> Do you guys know? Well, I'm going to save that one because so I'm going to save that one for the part of this game is I'm looking at all 29 Georgia commitments right now, signees right now, excuse me. And I'm going to quickly tell all of you guys one quick thing about each of these guys. And if you had heard it here on, before on Dog Nation or you had not heard it here before on Dog Nations before the hedges, um, say, say something like uh, new one or old one. The two phrases are new one or old one, okay? So uh, let's start with uh, Big Bear Alexander. <clears throat> I'm trying to go rapidly go through one thing with all these guys. Um, Big Bear Alexander owes his life to his mentor and father, Tony Jones, um, from earlier in his childhood. Uh, Aluba, uh, that's the offensive lineman, was a former Florida State commitment. Um, thinking, thinks, thinking about a career in media, and he's got a really cool um, passage of quotes on his phones on his phone that he refers to often. Uh, Dylan Bell um, out of um, Texas, he's a state champion. Um, he has, I think, 40 career rushing touchdowns as a running back, 6'2", 217. Drew Bobo grew up with Gunnar Stockton, the son of uh, Mike Bobo. Uh, Drew Bobo also is a pretty, pretty stinking good basketball player, really good on his feet, was brought into Georgia to play center or guard. Uh, Oscar Delp, uh, a, lot of, a lot of great stories about Oscar Delp. Maybe one that you guys um, – haven't heard yet about Oscar Delp. Let me see. Oscar Delp, former lacrosse player. You guys probably heard that one. He also had a near-death experience growing up as well. Uh, Dalen Everett, he went to IMG Academy from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, very uh, fast, very very cocky, very physical uh, cornerback uh, out of uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, out of the 757. Remember, he was going to go to Clemson until Venables made the move to uh, Oklahoma. Ernest Green III, if you guys have heard this one, he grew up. He's another guy that came out in California. His dad's from Savannah. Most of his dad's family's from Savannah. He played for uh, Savannah High. His dad went on to play for Savannah State and San Diego Chargers. Ernest Green III, um, his dad is a, grew up a lifelong Georgia fan, and his mom grew up a Bama fan. That is a true house divided. And actually, for the SEC championship game, even though Ernest Green III was really thinking hard about Alabama and really thinking hard about Georgia, he sat in the Alabama section <clears throat> for the SEC championship game. Why did he do that? Because he had access to some really good seats pretty close to the field, so that's why he sat in the Bama section. <clears throat> Let's see if I can keep these going. Jacob Hood. Uh, Jacob Hood um, didn't play his senior season of high school football at all, wanted to focus on his conditioning and his fitness. He is already in Athens. Uh, Julio, Julio Julian Humphrey, uh, great sprinter, um, super athlete. He's indirectly related to Marlon Humphrey. Fun fact about uh, Julian Humphrey, he has uh, two older brothers and a dad. His dad was a Houston area uh, football sensation a couple generations ago. His dad um, and his two older brothers have both clocked 40-yard dashes, 40-yard <clears throat> dashes that are lower or better than uh, Julian's best time. I think Julian's best time is like a 4-3-7, excuse me, a 4-4-2, something like that, 4-4-5. And both of his older brothers who both played college football, one I think played at Arizona, one played at Nevada, um, and then his dad, who was a Houston schoolboy legend, they all had clocked a faster time in the 40. So really – Humphrey's got some way to go. I think he's going to get catch it. But right now, he's the third or fourth fastest guy in his family, even though he runs a 4-4 in the 40. That's an incredible stat right there. Marvin Jones Jr., he's the five-star outside backer. 
American Heritage. That's the same school that produced Sony Michelle, um, Isaiah McKenzie, a lot of other guys that came there that, that came to Georgia. Um, my fun fact there for uh, Marvin Jones Jr. is Marvin Jones Jr. spent like eighth and ninth grade playing quarterback and wide receiver. wasn't even really a pass rusher. EJ Lightsey, cool story here. He was part of a Fitzgerald High team that did not win a uh, state championship uh, for the first for the school won their first championship since 1948. <clears throat> EJ Lightsey is a former Florida commitment. Really cool thing what the boys did a couple of days after they won the state championship in Fitzgerald, they went and found like the only two living people that were a part of that team in Fitzgerald that won the state championship way back in 1948. One of them was a former running back. The other one was a former cheerleader. The running back was in the nursing home when they went back and forth talking about what it was like to play high school football back then. He was a running back. EJ went back and forth talking to him about his experiences when he was a state champion in 1948. Really love that story. CJ Madden, uh, Carlton Madden Jr. out of Cedar Grove. Uh, he was about six foot three and a half and about 205 pounds this time a year ago. He started eating about three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a day, four peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a day, started working out every day and packed on about 30 pounds of muscle on his frame in about four months. Uh, Christian Miller, one point in his, his life, he broke his leg and he was told he would not be able to play football. You see how naturally charismatic he is. Christian Miller um, dedicated his life to another pursuit, and that was acting, that was drama, that was being creative, that was building up a personality because he thought his sporting world was over at that time. Denalyn Morissette, huge Alabama fan, mom a big, big Alabama fan. Georgia convinced his mom that he needed to go to Georgia <clears throat> with a conversation from Kirby Smart where Denalyn told me he'd really never seen his mom smile as much and happy as much and engaged as much on a recruiting call. And after that call, Denalyn's mother told him that, okay, I like Georgia. You can go there if you want to. Uh, Andrew Paul, love this story, Andrew Paul. Andrew Paul, back in October, was choosing from uh, Sam Houston State, Houston Baptist, and Texas State. Those were his three major school options way back in October. Then the word got out. The Missouri coach noticed him. Uh, remember Curtis Looper? He noticed him. He offered him. Told him was an SEC back. Um, Michigan, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, all the big offers started coming in. Clemson and finally Georgia. And that's the story of how Georgia has Andrew Paul. Branson Robinson won the Under Armour All-American um, Bench Press Championship where he did um, 185 pounds 43 times. He's got a basically a 420-pound bench press, a 715-pound deadlift, and a 600-something pound squat. Griffin Scroggs, great chef. Georgia actually kind of flipped him from Georgia Tech. Griffin was actually the first player, I believe, to get a full tour of Georgia's new uh, indoor facility. Um, the first actual recruit to get a tour of that indoor facility, Coach Matt Luke snuck him in really quick. Griffin, like I said, is a great cook. Also, Griffin Scroggs um, is an accomplished uh, scuba diver. He can scuba down, scuba down 150 yards, something like that. Very interesting. Jaheim Singletary was a former uh, Ohio State commitment from Jacksonville. Everybody calls him Slim. Love his hairdo if you've ever seen his hairdo. One cool thing about Slim Singletary is everybody embraced that nickname so much that when he visited Georgia, his name badge even had Slim on it. Chandler C.J. Smith. Love this guy. You guys are going to read about him a lot. He was the former Florida commitment. Guys, his dad has one of the most impressive man cave sound theater systems you will ever see in their home. Oddly enough, even though he was committed to Florida, his family was a huge fan. 
including a huge fan. They had two pet Bulldogs prior to the commitment to Georgia. Uh, Darius Smith uh, signed today out of Appling County. Great stuff about him. I'm going to put up a story. Uh, oh, my gosh, Jeff. Cannot believe this. Why didn't you write this earlier story about Darius Smith tomorrow on, on the pages of DogNation.com? Darius Smith is about six foot five and seven eighths in shoe in, in his bare feet. Weighs about 224 pounds right now. Folks, he is a odds-on likely contender, top two, top three, to win the 400-meter dash this year in Georgia High School Association Class 3A state. Cole Spear, fantastic player, physical player, a little bit bigger, a little bit more straight line fast than even Lad McConkey. Not as shifty, not as the same amount of wiggle, a little bit bigger than Lad. He played both ways for Calhoun High School this year. Uh, Malachi Starks. Wow. Lots of things to go through there. He's dedicated his life to certain family members. Uh, he speaks to um, young high school, young recreational school kids. He overcame a terrible uh, leg injury during his freshman year where he had to rededicate himself to all things, including all of the sports. Malachi Starks, a brilliant, great um, representative for Georgia football already. Um, 24 inches, 24 feet, excuse me, on the long jump. 10.55 in the 100-meter dash. Got some of those really <clears throat> interesting Champ Bailey-type athleticism to his game. Gunnar Stockton, man, where do I go with, go with this? Gunnar Stockton raises calves, kind of like Yellowstone a little bit. Um, he lives in Raven County, accomplished hunter, accomplished skier. Um, they do a lot of water skiing on Lake Burton. Uh, Gunnar Stockton, one of his favorite vehicles that he drove was his grandfather's 1983 Ford truck. Uh, he had the ability to drive a much nicer car uh, due to his family's um, his family's um, opportunities, but he wanted to drive Grandpa's old truck. I think that thing had three hundred thousand miles on it. That is not my best Gunner Stockton story. Uh, Jacory Thomas. Uh, a lot of people thought he would wind up at Florida State. Um, Jacory fell in love with Georgia. In fact, Jacory was the guy that really got in Caleb Downs' ear a lot in the twenty twenty three class. Also, AJ Harris really loves Georgia. All things about Georgia. <clears throat> Brett Thorson. Guys, Brett Thorson's like 22 years old. He's the best punter in the world that came over from Australia. He's already there. Uh, Jalen Walker. I got to go with the old, old timely story right there. Wants to be a dentist, an orthodontist. The guy's already doing job shadowing right there. His father is the head coach of Catawba College uh, in uh, Salisbury, North Carolina. His younger brother, Deuce, is going to be quite a fantastic um, football player as well. Love this story about Jalen Walker. Because of the pandemic in North Carolina, they backed up the season in uh, North Carolina where the 2020 fall 2020 season in North Carolina, which was the junior season for Jalen Walker, he that was shifted into February, March, April. And so the what was happening is concurrently Jalen was in basketball season in the playoffs and in football season as well. His football team won the state championship as a junior in the spring of 2021. Um, Jalen was practicing both sports at the same time to the effect that he would go practice in one sport, um, change clothes, run across the locker room, go to the other field of play and practice for the other sport at the same time. Incredible right there. C.J. Washington out of uh, Cedartown works out with Nick Chubb, very strong, very fast. You will read this story on Dog Nation soon. C.J. Washington is a father and a darn good one at that. Um, Sean Washington, uh, also another guy that sat out his senior year in uh, New Orleans. Um, the guys on the uh, defensive line staff are amazed at how well Sean Washington can move for a big man. 
And last but not least, Michael Williams. <clears throat> Where do I start from there? Michael Williams, the highest rated player in Georgia's class. One time USC commitment. His brother, half brother, was at one time uh, was playing at USC. Um, when Georgia saw him commit early in his process to USC, there were some of those wonderful, hardworking ladies in the recruiting office that actually crying this bad day because Michael chose to commit elsewhere. But Georgia kept recruiting, never let up on the pressure, and they wound up with the nation's number four overall prospect for 2022. <clears throat> Guys, that was a mouthful. I tried to spit out <clears throat> kind of Rain Man style as much as I could, just looking at all the pictures on, on all those guys in the class of 2022. Hopefully, folks, wasn't boring. Hopefully, you learned something, and hopefully you guys got a quick snapshot, Cliff Notes version of some of the personalities and players in the Boss Moves class of 2022. Got a couple of things. Mike's got them all queued up for everybody right now. Let's take a look at this. Michael, you have a video. Let's show this video. We're talking about the Andrew Paul story earlier today. The really most intriguing stories of the day for me was what was going to happen with Andrew Paul. And then also um, everybody was going to watch and make sure Georgia ended up with Christian Miller as well. But you want to know what Georgia's getting in Andrew Paul? You want to know why in the world did he not get offers sooner when he was putting up 45 touchdowns a year for a state championship team and 9.6 yards of carry? Take a look at this highlight of Andrew Paul off of his highlight film. So you got him right there. Look at that change of direction. Look at that burst. Everybody was wondering, what does this guy bring? It's a little bit different, a little bit more than Jordan James. Uh, look at him. He's almost six feet. He, he actually kind of looks a little bit like Kit Kendall Milton, kind of built that way. Quick, sudden change of direction. Good vision. I think he brings a different skill set to what Georgia currently has in the running back room. What does that mean today for Georgia? It means that Georgia keeps the number at five scholarship running backs. That's one of the things you always like to see Georgia see with Dale McGee's room. Why is that important? I think the Alabama matchups this fall, this, this winter, were a great example when Alabama's running back room was so barren that they were down to a Brian Robinson and Trey Sanders, and neither one of those guys were healthy as well. That's why in the physical league in the SEC, Georgia has scholarship numbers for every position, and that scholarship minimum for Georgia, which is usually winds up being the maximum because Georgia has so many future first rounders or second rounders or third rounders in the program. Uh, that number, the maximum is five and the minimum is five. You see that right there from Andrew Paul. Also, if you guys didn't see us from earlier today, one of the most unique and highly original commitment ceremonies I've ever been to. I don't know if you noticed, but there was a, there was a, a lady that was right front and center with the coach's cell phone. That was the ESPN zoom camera. It was kind of a, uh, I guess running lead dog on the ceremony. So you saw a lot of guys that were on tripods with much bigger cameras that were streaming to huge audiences like the Dog Nation audience, including probably a pretty perturbed Brandon Adams because he didn't get a primo uh, camera signal. I say that in jest or a primo camo shot, ca camera shot, camera angle. I say that in jest. Take a look at this right here. This is when we uh, captured Christian Miller from earlier today. Look at that right there. He's signing his letter of intent. That's the same stationary, folks. If you've ever been on the, around the Georgia football program, that's the same, same stationary the University of Georgia used for those things like 20, 25 years ago. 
I bet if you brought those to Aaron Murray, if you brought those to Tavares King, if you brought those to Marlon Brown or AJ Green, it would be like my my scholarship papers, my grant made papers, my letter of intent kind of looks like that too. It's funny how the logos and designs and templates for those things do not change. Uh, Christian Miller, a huge addition to Georgia. One of the things I got to make sure you guys know, folks, is that defensive line class with Sean Washington, with Marvin Jones Jr., with Michael Williams, with Big Bear Alexander, and now Christian Miller. It's the best front that Georgia's ever signed. You, you, you bring that back with some quality linebackers that they're adding. And then the best defensive back class of all time for Kirby Smart in Georgia. I want you to think about this stat for a second. Think how good Georgia has been recruiting since Kirby Smart arrived. I've got a number for you. The number is seven. That's the number of top 100 defensive backs, top 100 defensive backs that Georgia has signed from 2016 to 2021 under Kirby Smart. You know, Kirby was recruiting like a gangbuster, right? Got all the players. Everybody can talk about evaluations, but I'll tell you what, the recruiting services, they don't miss on the top 100 players. Those guys are universally wanted by everybody. They've just got size, skill, check all the boxes, their prototypes. Through those first six recruiting cycles for Kirby Smart in Georgia, he signed seven top 100 DBs. And Georgia had some pretty good secondaries in that time. Remember D'Angelo Gibbs? Remember Eric Stokes? None of those guys, but Tyson Campbell, Richard LeCount, um, all those guys. Well, Georgia signed four this year. Four this year. They had signed, th- they had signed, f- they had signed three five-star defensive backs in the years prior to this. Georgia signed three five-star defensive backs. This year, they had signed two five-star corners. I mean, what, what they did this year from the defensive back haul for their back end is incredible. I'm going to say this. Everybody's going to take receipts. Everybody's going to mark it down, and they're going to say, all right, Jeff, we're going to call you out on this. Folks, Georgia will have a championship defense just like the one it had in 2021. They won't have a Jordan Davis, but they will have more pieces around him, especially on the back end. Not as many plug-and-play guys, not as many fifth-year seniors um, getting a chance to play in those big spots. Georgia's defense will be championship stamped just as effective as this unit in 2023 and 2024. That's something for Georgia fans to look forward to as well. Um, Let me see what else we got here. We have uh, a lot of tweets to show you guys. Let's take a look at all these tweets. Um, First one of these is Dylan Bell. He was the first guy to sign. He actually signed folks at 7.30 a.m. local time in Texas. He was that eager to be a Bulldog. Check that one out right there. The next one, and folks, if you're not following uh, Coach Coop on social media, you probably could. He's going to make you laugh. He's going to make you smile. He's had some of the better edits and the better, most clever uh, animations uh, for the 2022 class. His, his, these, these are his thoughts on the defensive line class at Georgia. Folks, you might not know this, but Cooper was instrumental in the recruitment of a lot of these guys, Michael Williams, Big Bear Alexander, Christian Miller. It goes back to a time when uh, David Cooper was working for Florida in a in same kind of similar capacity um, before he left for Louisville. And um, Christian Miller trusted and knew and had a vibe with uh, Coach Cooper that strongly that he, he told me one time, he's like, me and Cooper like that. And he almost went to Florida, almost committed to Florida because of that relationship he had with Coach Cooper. Now everything comes full circle. Coop's a dog. Christian Miller's a dog as well. Yeah, another one. This is him signing right here, Darius Smith. I told you guys. I'm going to tell it again. 
I'm going to say it twice, and it's going to be twice as nice, but Darius Smith out of Appling County in Baxley, freak, and I mean that in the most positive, the most uh, impressive, the most bold-faced, italicized way I can, Darius Smith. If you want to look at everybody Georgia signed this week and also everybody Georgia signed in December, and you want to say which one of these guys should he hit, should he maximize his time? Because Darius is about 6'6 right now, about 224. They're going to throw like 35 pounds on him. They're going to get him to like 260, and he is going to smoke the 40 in the combine in like three or four years. You want to talk about a guy that is highly likely to be a top five overall draft pick, a top 10 overall draft pick if they hit and they maximize their potential in Athens. If all that happens with all these members of this 2022 Boss Moves class, Darius Smith would be that guy. Yeah, look at this right here. Remember, remember Mary Delp? Mary Delp got to know Christian Miller very well. She's invited him to Thanksgiving dinner. She wrote some lyrics to Gunner and her son on her official visit weekend. She also had some lyrics today about Christian Miller. She loves, loves, loves Christian Miller. Very happy today. I'm going to tell you a funny story. I don't think Mary will mind me sharing this. She was so excited and so eager to see what was happening with uh, Christian Miller's recruitment that she texted me um, maybe like, I don't know, 11 o'clock, 1130 today. And she's like, do you have a link? Where can I watch it? And so I sent her the link of the Dog Nation feed on Facebook. And Mary watched that thing on Facebook from a parking lot. She pulled off on the side of the road in order to, in order to follow Christian's decision. Um, this has went out a lot today. I've seen some tweets today from Robert Edwards. I've seen some tweets today from Todd Gurley. Um, this is this one from Todd Gurley. Uh, you see this and it's really stinking cool. Uh, for the fan base to watch what happens when Georgia brings in a new back, Georgia signs a new back, all the other greats like um, Keith Marshall, Robert Edwards, Sean Marino, Todd Gurley, uh, current players, they all welcome him to RBU. They always welcome him to the fraternity. That's something unique that no one else does. And when you double down on Georgia's um, history at the running back position, Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb um, goes on and on and on. Uh, that's a really cool thing to do. One of the news is for today, as we saw Jordan James matriculate his way to Oregon, he's going to be playing for Dan Lanning. Um, Jordan's going to have a great, great college career. I think Jordan's college career is going to look like um, Dejon Edwards. If Dejon Edwards showed up somewhere and he was the number one or number two or number three back right out of the gates, I think Jordan James is going to have a great college career, especially in the Pac-12. Um, the other edition today, the last edition who came at like 2 p.m. today was EJ Lightsey. We talked about him a little bit earlier. Um, former Florida commitment. One of the things I like about him is his speed. One of the things he does really well is he runs horizontally. He chases the ball sideline to sideline, and he is very physical. If you look at his film, he basically pile drives and suplexes two guys on his first two opening um, possessions on his highlight tape. There is one play from EJ Lightsey, folks, that you got to see it. I want to write about it. But EJ Lightsey, there's one play in his junior year playing Thomasville. Thomasville is a really stinking good football team. And EJ Lightsey blitzes in off the side. He misses the tackle once. He misses the tackle twice. And the third time he makes the tackle. That's all cool. So he shows determination. He shows never give up. He shows grit. He shows fight. You know what he did? He allowed only a no gain. So he missed the tackle twice and was fast enough to recover and then sink that bandit tackle that bandit on his third try, and he allowed no gain on that play. When you can do that, you're covering some ground in Georgia high school football there for E.J. Lightsey. 
um, Christian Miller, we got, you know, everybody's, you know, Christian Miller's kind of the poster child of, I would say, National Signing Day for Georgia in 2022. You see him. He was so happy today. He he, he had friends and family along. He was so excited, um, so excited to finally be a Bulldog. Christian Miller, you see his edit there. Uh, you got him with his gestures and everything else. Um, Christian Miller, I want, I want you to know this one thing. Kirby Smart actually mentioned it today for him. Uh, in the press conference, he complimented uh, Christian on his leadership. He complimented Christian on how hard he works. And they built a long relationship with Christian where they've known him for quite some time. And the thing, everybody, everybody knows Christian is charismatic. He's great in front of a camera. He's so well-spoken. He speaks his mind. He communicates his thoughts with clarity and accuracy and entertainment value. He does all that. And everybody thinks he's just looking out for some NIL money. NIL money had nothing to do with his decision. He did not care. He knew he was marketable. He knew the NIL money would eventually follow him. But he knows this time it's time for him to focus on being the best football player he can be. He knows all that stuff will come later on after he's maximized his football career. Um, Shamar, uh, I believe that's Shamar Stewart going to Miami today. Miami, excuse me, going to Texas A&M today. Uh, you've got more Andrew Paul. This is his edit here as well. Um Shamar Stewart to A&M cements A&M having the greatest all-time class, the greatest all-time class in modern recruiting history. They passed Alabama of a year ago. Alabama of a year ago passed Florida of the 2010 class. Still, this standard, though, is no one has ever had more than seven five-stars in a single class. I think A&M lost one with Harold Perkins, and then they add one back with Shamar Stewart. So Georgia, Texas A&M, and Alabama, I believe, remain tied for the most five stars ever in one class with seven. Something about here with Georgia in this class is Georgia has five five stars in this class. And the thing is, is and it's not the seven of a few years back, but all five of these guys are on the defensive side of the ball this time. Georgia, you want to say the rich get rigger, the the rich get richer, the narrative enhances. Georgia is going to play defense for till the cows come home. They've got so many good players on that side of the ball. People forget about Shmael London. People forget about Xavier. Sorry, people don't think a lot about guys like Kamari Lassiter and Javon Bullard, who played quite a lot this year. Um, Georgia's going to have it. Georgia's going to have the pieces there. Remember, Georgia was able to let some heralded young defensive linemen like um, Tyrion Ingram Dawkins, um, Jonathan Jefferson, guys like that. They were basically redshirt freshmen all this year as well. Guys, guys like got guys like Zion Logue, you got Warren Brinson, Jalen Carter. Those guys are really ready to take a next step forward. But I'm going to tell you, these freshmen goons, goons is what, tra what what Christian Miller called them. They're ready to make a step forward this fall. I'm going to I'd look for a guy like Mikel Williams, Marvin Jones Jr., Barry Alexander, Christian Miller to kind of break free and break break loose a little bit and start getting some reps during their freshman year. Some good quality reps as well, getting getting into rotations during their freshman year. And uh, you guys remember from that video, we had to go back. First of all, we had a one-on-one -on -one exclusive with uh, Christian Miller earlier this week. We put it on the um, program earlier today. Um, the thinking here is by mid-May, Christian Miller will be good, go, good to go with his knee. Really, all he had was a dislocated kneecap and a sprained MCL. He's got to strengthen his quads around his uh, kneecap right now so it never happens again work on more overall strength in the knee, but he should be full go, capped, turned, ready to go um, mid-May. And that will be by the time he reports to Georgia in June as well. Guys, those are your tweets.
It's been a heck of a national signing day. I'm Jeff Sintel. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to take a squig of whatever is in this um, uh, orange solo cup. I know uh, a lot of people were speculating, uh, speculating whether it's pure, what type of sweet tea we've got in here, whatever. Um, you guys got a question. I'm going to peruse all the, all the methods. I'm going to peruse all the platforms and see what I got for you guys. Facebook, it's a little um, people are talking about Texas tea. Um, David West has a comment about Florida. Van Reynolds, how are you, man? Bruce Edmondson, how are you, man? Philip Jordan Wells, how are you, man? Good to see you here. Hayes Foster, uh, Mr. DeWin Mark Killings, Stephen Fur, Christopher Buck, uh, Johnny Webster. Johnny, you're right, man. You're a smart man. Tomorrow's a good day to play some golf. Um, Hugh Nash, uh, Scott Smith. Uh, hey, yeah, uh, Hero Canoe, he went to uh, Ohio State. Ohio State and Georgia were his top two. Kind of funny. Uh, a lot of people around Hero really thought Georgia was just as good, and it was a, would have been a great fit as well for um, Hero as well. Amy Keith, how are you, man? Uh, Jeff Williams, I think there are about three or four openings left, two or three openings left. I think more will be created through some portal attrition and portal action over the next two or three months. But I don't think there are any openings left for high school prospects. Um, uh, Philip Clark, the offensive nuts and bolts in this class is Georgia's added a guy that I think has Brock Bowers like skills and Oscar Dell. Uh, Georgia has really done to me is they're bringing in a lot of players that basically are going to occupy a lot of calls in terms of the tight ends have the skill set to be slots or to play out to be flexed out wide. I think we, that's where you saw a lot of success from um, Brock Bowers. I think you'll see some of those similar plays that work really well for Oscar Dell. Then Alan Morris said as a receiver, I really like, I think Chandler Smith, CJ Smith, the former Florida commitment. Um, the guy's got Arian Smith type speed and wheels, more of a natural football player than Arian Smith was coming out of high school. In my mind, um, you're going to see him have that fear factor as well. When he starts lining up, and running downfield. I think one of the cooler things about um, CJ Smith is he had an injury and he was still running 21 seconds, I believe in the, uh, or 21 second range in the 200 with an injury. Um, you've got Gunnar Stockton. I, I think the type of guy that's going to make a lot of plays in the SEC at quarterback. Um, they get a lot of developmental pieces across the offensive line. Perhaps the best things to get excited about is what Georgia has at tailback with Branson Robinson. Um, Branson Robinson has an extremely high end skill set, big guy, uh, can bring the wood, very tough, very fast. Um, you know, his, one of his family members has ran a 10, 10 in the 100 meters for Alcorn state. He is a college sprinter as well. Um, big upside there with Branson Robinson. Um, that's kind of makes basically the bell cows and the big whistles of the offensive side of the ball. Um, Rob Phillips, uh, Perkins wound up with LSU. He decommitted from AM. He wound up with LSU. Wiley Foster, how are you? Joe Bernard, 
Um, Robert Maloney will be doing uh, deep dives on the 2023 cycle pretty soon. Um, some names to know there. Um, Justice Haynes, Caleb Downs, Big uh, Burley, uh, guys like that. Robbie Miller, how are you? Jeff Whitfield, how are you? Um, Wiley Foster, how are you? Um, let me see. Thanks for all the questions, guys. Anybody have uh, anything else? I mean, Facebook, thanks for taking care of us on the question side. Let me see what everybody has on YouTube. Um, <laughs> everybody's pointing out my red nose. I, I got you guys. Um, beer cans and baddies. Uh, Trish Chatton West. Good question, Tristan. I want to know if next year's recruiting class wants to know will rival Texas A&M if Georgia gets Manning, Owens, Haynes, and others. I tell you, that's the way to do it. This, Folks, one thing to know about this 2023 recruiting class for Georgia, next year's class, is it's got to shift a little bit. It's, I don't know if it has to be a seismic shift, but it's got to shift uh, to the offensive side of the ball with a lot of those playmakers. And I think if you get a guy like Arch Manning or if you get another quarterback, perhaps like a Dylan Lonergan, if not Arch Manning, um, you're going to see a lot of those playmakers following a big-time quarterback arm like that. Um, let me see. Um, Kumail, Kumail H., you, you got the right name there, Brandon Ennis. Really, guys, BMAC was a huge news point of value this weekend. I think that's going to help Georgia a lot with the wide receiver recruiting going forward. Crow King, how are you, sir? Kirby's advisor, how are you? Um, <laughs> Kirby's advisor, I already pointed it out, Georgia versus A&M in 2024. You know, Kirby, I'm going to give you uh, props for that. That's something I have not thought of, but that game will be a game for the ages as well. And I think memory serves, that's when Georgia fans will make the trip out there as well. Oh, man, guys, it has been too fun, too fun tonight. Hopefully I got uh, you guys all wrapped up, gave you guys a lot of things maybe you did not know about today's uh, recruiting class, today's signing class for the University of Georgia. I want to say thanks to Kroger. I want to thanks for everybody for stopping along and stopping by. Talking some Georgia football tonight, I certainly enjoyed it. I remember you guys, you got Brandon Adams in the morning, Dog Nation Daily. He'll have a lot of stuff to – cackle and crow about with uh, the remnants of the 2022 signing class and a lot of good news to share with you guys and to kind of walk you guys through all that as well. Um, hope you guys had a good stop. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, YouTube. That's your intel. I'm Jeff Sintel. Everybody be well. We'll see you guys again on the pages of dognation.com. Bless you, everybody. Have yourself a great rest of the week. Let's go, I'm a bulldog, so Georgia who won't pick it. I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.